He wants us to play attractive football, wants us you know, to get the crowd on our feet. The support has been magnificent and the singing my name, but I'm happier that they're singing about the players. Will it be another Stephen Kenny love in this international window? We've got the best coverage and analysis right here on OTB Sports Radio. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Right, it's a Mayo Lovin, as always here on uh, OTBAM this morning and tomorrow night uh, fighting for the WBC International Silver uh, Super Lightweight title in Leeds will be uh, Ray Moylet and I'm delighted to say that uh, just over 24 hours out from the fight he joins us now live on the line. Ray, good morning to you. Morning, lads. How are you doing? You are looking very relaxed for a man just over 24 hours out from his first fight in three years. Not only is the the fight the fight is 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 a hundred miles away at this minute, but I've weighed in today at one o'clock. And usually, my wife kicks me out of the house a week before the weigh-in because I'm hard to live with and hard to deal with. But I didn't think I'd ever be doing an interview uh, the morning of weigh-in and fresh, fresh as a daisy and in good form and uh, and in high spirits. What happened? What's changed? Why is this one different? This has changed. I have a new plan in place. Um, I've been targeting this fight for a very long time so I knew it was going to come at some stage rather than later and I knew I had to be ready I haven't been in Dublin um, the last 24 months as much as I would like to have been so with me not being able to go up to Dublin train with Packy Collins every time I try to keep everything in my own control um, on point at home so I, I looked after my body and I wasn't abusing myself Whereas in the past, when I was training and going well, I could take the chances. I could I could eat the rubbish food. I could go out uh, at the weekend, <laughs> and I could you know that's the reality of it yeah. because you know I'm tra- I'm training hard all week. I deserve it, but, <laughs> but that's not the case. I didn't deserve to do that to my body for the last the last uh, nine or ten months, and I I sort of had to to make the call and just do it. So. You know, I've, I've I've new people in helping me now as well, and good friends. And you know, the the odds are against me here with this, so I have to give myself every advantage for this fight against Arthur Smith. Um, he's the home fighter. It's on an Eddie Hearn show. Eddie Hearn is his man. You know, I have to give myself every advantage. If I was over here struggling at weight and just about getting into the ring, you know, it would look very bad for me, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be good for my performance. So thankfully. Uh, I am in a better position. Also, well, well, I just continue on. This fight is a weight above the fight I fought at in Castlebar. Um, it's five pound heavier. Okay. Which is my na- which is my natural weight. I don't know five pound mightn't sound an awful lot um, to your regular viewers, but in in boxing terms, it's a lot. It's a weight above again. So, you know, when you're down to your down to your most minimum, five pound is a lot to get rid of again. But thankfully, I don't have to chase that this time and. I'm walking around on weight and uh, and comfortable. Is is it uh, like is it too much to say that it's been a bit of a come to Jesus moment for you, Ray? In the sense that like you're in that company now, you've got that big press conference during the week. There's a lot of profile on it. Just listen to you explain how it's come about that you don't have the same weight challenges because you've been looking after yourself better. Is that like a realization of maybe I wasn't doing it as well as I should have been up to this point? But from here on out, this is the approach. Not really, because. I was a young fella and I couldn't be told anything. I, if you told me how to do it, I was going to do it the other way, whether it was right or wrong. So mm. I think that comes with experience and it comes with age. You know, I'm, I'm 31 now. I have a lot of years, I have a lot of miles on the clock. And I know this is not going to last forever. So 
I want to make sure that when it does come to an end, that I've given it my absolute best and I've given it absolutely everything and I have no regrets. You know, something a regret would 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 sacrifice or would would crucify me over the next few years to be thinking of it. I should have done this or I could have done that. Whereas I'm in a position now to do them things and my body is allowing me to do it, thank God. And I know I've no stone unturned here. Mm. And I have no choice to do it because win or lose, that's okay. But if I lose it on my own on my own terms, that'll kill me down the line, you know? Yeah. The bad form stuff about the place, is that directly related as opposed to thinking about the fight? Oh, come well, it's actually both. You know, if I'm at a pause making the weight and I was struggling here today, mm. that would be my own fault. You know, there's no one else to blame there. I'm the boxer. You know, I, I see football teams blaming managers for performing bad and all that. that that's not my style and that's not that's not the reality of it. You know, if, at the end of the day, if I do well in the ring, everyone gets praised and all that. But if I do bad in the ring, it, it's on me, you know. So I can't, I don't want that to be my legacy my legacy is surely it's worth a, a lot more than that yeah you, you say you haven't been in Dublin much over the last 24 months right? I think it was actually probably 24 months ago around this time when, when you were doing the, the push-up challenge on, mm. on this show that, that, that Friday morning what, what has it like being back in Mayo predominantly I guess working away as well and, and trying to keep the fitness up knowing that this moment was, was going to come um, a small fall from grace you know I was a full time professional athlete before COVID came um, that obviously closed a lot of things it closed the entertainment sector which I'm in so I had to come back home regroup um, in the middle of that we had a child a first baby uh, in the middle of the pandemic so you know priorities changed I needed money in the house I wasn't getting from boxing I couldn't be gone anymore and you know, things changed. So I had no option. I couldn't go to Dublin on the hope I'd get a fight in a few weeks' time, be away from Kobe Ray, be away from Sharon, and not bringing any money into the house. You know, that's not that's not my style. I'm not going to be dragged up this way, or either of my, my family. So I had to make the decision to try and um, join the two of them together, try and work hard when I was at home. You know, I literally have no... I have no outlet at home at all. People ha- haven't really seen me, haven't been out and about because I've been working or I've been training or I've been at home minding my kids. I haven't been doing anything else in the last two years. And if you know me, that's not my style at all. I'm stuck in everything, involved in everything. Um, you couldn't miss me if you walked to, into Rockies and Castlebar. But obviously, them days are gone now too. But I ha- I've come to realisation that my boxing career is what it should be, and there's no one to blame, only myself. You know, we've been here before. I've been fighting for titles before. I think it's off the ball. You, you've given me some serious coverage over the last couple of years. You know, I was one shot away from Olympic qualifier um, in Rio. Um, I missed the fight then, uh, the big homecoming fight for the WBC belt in Castlebar. I missed that. The push-ups, I was five or six or ten push-ups short on the night. Like... I'm never afraid to to put my neck out there and see what I have and see what I got. You know, like I'm not going to just sit on the couch and and say I could have bet them lads. You know, watching the TV on Saturday night, I'd say I could have bet them if I got the chance. But mm. no one ever gave me the chance. I'm playing the blame game. I'm not here to blame anyone. I'm re- fully responsible for this myself and everyone that's helped me over the years as well, and they're still helping me. 
and they were helping me when there was nothing happening. I was as I came up with the narrative like that I was on the couch for the last three years. Obviously, I wasn't, but on paper, I was. And I had still people helping me in them times, believing in me that there was something going to come out of it. And thank God they they stuck with me and and they kept the dream alive. You know. And like a win, obviously, tomorrow night now suddenly makes all of that right and makes the journey like it's a natural end point is not the word. It's a natural next step on the path, as you see it, I presume. Uh, of course. And, uh, you know, I was trying to weigh up this. Like, how big is this fight? I was trying to weigh it up, you know, coming over on the plane and said from Martin and It's the biggest fight in my career up to this date was an Olympic qualifier in Venezuela. And there was seven in the weight, I believe, and three qualified. And if I, whoever I met in the first, if you lost the first fight, you didn't get to fight again. But if you won the first fight, you had two fights after that. I know it sounds a bit complicated, mm. but long-winded story, there was an Armenian lad in the, in the weight of the seven, and I met him in the first fight, and he bet me. So that ended the dream. And he went on to stop his next two opponents, and one of them qualified along with another guy. So it was actually harder for me not to qualify for the Olympics that time than it was to qualify, the way the draw worked. But I was trying to weigh it up, how big is this compared to that? And I'm going to put them on level par. The Olympics was always my dream as a child growing up, and it was it was the be-all and end-all of amateur boxing. But now, this is, I know it's only, it, look at only for WBC belt, it's not only for WBC belt. It's to get in contract with Eddie Hearn and to get the, the platform to be able to fight on these shows on a regular basis and to ultimately ultimately make a few pounds at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Eddie Hearn is the, is, is the man that, that has it and he's given me a chance to get it off him. And he, I believe I took the chance in my best interest that I can do it and I can take it. Ray, can I ask, when you said there a moment ago that uh, you've, you've had a... You never blame anybody else. You're always looking at yourself. Has that always been the way with you or ha- has something changed at some point in your career? No, no. I'd say it's only in the last year or two because we all want to blame someone else for things not going right for you. You blame the weather. You blame you blame the referee in a football match. You blame the goalie. He didn't do something right. You blame the judges in a boxing fight. I've done it. I, I'm not... I've not come to this realisation overnight. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's me that has to throw the head on the pillow at night. And I have to stay with myself and sleep with myself. And, you know, I'm in my own head as well. So if I can throw my head at the pillow at night, knowing I've done all I can do, well, then I'm going to be happy, win or lose. And that's the reality of it. And, and the thing is, you would have been forgiven for blaming an actual global pandemic for shutting down, as you say, the, the literal industry that would fund you as a boxer, but it's not something that you chose to do. Well, I'm not, because how many boxers are going to choose that and blame that? And then I'm just a number. Whereas I put too much into this, put too many years into it, to put too much sacrifice into it to just be a number at this stage. And I said it before, like... A, I'm, I'm happy to go out on my shield. I'm, I'm going to keep going and I'm going to go on a blaze of glory. I'm not just going to fade away 
into the darkness. What ever happened to that old boxer that was there? He was doing all right, wasn't he? Oh, pandemic came and that was in. That's not that's not how my story goes. This guy is uh, technical, powerful, seven KOs. He's stylish. He's a big prospect. What's the plan? Stylish on paper, uh, big hitter on paper. Um, I won't know until I'm in the ring with him. I know a lot. Over the last eight weeks, have been we've been working on plans and tactics and strategies for Packy Collins and the video footage and. I'll know more in the first minute of this fight than I would have picked up in the eight weeks because mm. everything changes and reaction comes into place. You know, you can go in, you can do all the jotting down you want and all the, the planning, but in reality, the fight takes its own course. We see it, we see it all the time. And I believe I am going to do something in this fight that I've never done before, which is box out of my skin in terms of skill. Maybe sometimes I was boxing for the crowd or maybe sometimes I just wanted to fight. But this is going to be a skillful operation from me rather than playing for the crowd. I have a handful of people coming over with close family and close friends and that's it. That's a big fall from grace from 2,000 people um, in the TF in Castlebar. You know, so things change. I don't have anything to prove anymore to anyone else. I don't even have to prove it to myself, but I want to show myself that I'm capable and worthy to be on the stage. And I can only do that with skill and with heart. Yeah. And it sounds like you're you're um, like in a great space. Are you almost interested to see how you yourself are going to go in the ring? Yes, I am. Because... I've had over 300 amateur fights. Uh, This is my 13th fight as a professional. And for all them fights and all them years, I'm over 20 years at this level now. Well, not this obviously level, but uh, in competitive Mm. level. There has been five times the amount of that of sparring. So I've been in the ring my whole life, whether it's fighting or sparring. And I've been with top operators and I've been with good lads and bad lads. I've never been outmatched. I've never been uncomfortable in the ring. I've often been bent in the ring. I was knocked down in the ring. I've always got up. But I've never been uncomfortable in the ring. And I'm not going to be uncomfortable in the ring on uh, on Saturday night. There's nothing that he can do to me that hasn't been done to me already. You know, I have my my I've lost. I, I've my my um, undisputed record is gone. I. You know, I've I've no weight to carry. He's the prospect. He's the one that has to show that he's the that he's the next big thing. I'm taking a chance that was handed to me. I was I was I was contemplating retirement for the last three years with no no fight. But I obviously would never have done it. But it came into my head more often than it didn't. Yeah. So he has a big mission on his hands because if he beats me. Who did he beat? He bet a penny that came over on the boat that was on the couch the last three years. He doesn't. He he won't even get the recognition. But that's not going. It's not even going to come to that. But he has a lot more to lose than I have. I can only gain. I had nothing up to this, and I'm here now, ready to take the shot. 
Well, as we were a couple of years ago on the show, we'll be cheering you on, Ray, over the weekend. Um, fair play to you for taking the call this morning. If you were any more relaxed there, you'd be uh, lying on the bed. So, good man. Keep that up. Good luck with the way in and uh, more importantly, best luck tomorrow night. Thank you very much, Les. After all, you've been very good to me over the over the years, and uh, even through the pandemic, as you mentioned with the, with the push-ups as well. So delighted to be on, and uh, thank you very much for all the coverage. And best of luck to you all. We'll talk to you when you've the W in the bank next week. Good man. Please God, see you soon, Les. Thank Thanks you. Thanks a lot, Ray Moylet. In action this weekend, Dalton Smith. It's in Leeds, and it's on the zone. And uh, you got to be you got to be cheering that guy on. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.